It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Et Simon, c'est mon nom in French. C'est mon nom, mais c'est my name in French. That's where I'm from. Um, I want to start the show with a, a deep quote that um, a dear friend of mine, an English teacher who has uh, six kids, taught me English. Very smart, very kind human being, uh, married and all that. Um, wonderful human being. I or my English for as good as it gets. Anyway, we're talking about teenagers and how they feel lost. And then she said, not all those who wander are lost. Not all those who wander are lost. And it resonates uh, with me because I've been in this country for 20, almost 25 years. And there's been time where I felt lost, but maybe I was just wandering. And inside and outside relationship, there are moments you may feel lost, but actually you are wandering. So keep that in mind in tough times. Not all those who wander are lost. It's a good quote. You call the next. Bonjour, Tonya. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tonya. Um, what's going on tonight? How can I help you? My husband brought me a brand new car. It's a brand new Tesla. It's beautiful. I've never seen anything like it. And yeah. I love the car. The problem is... He said it was my gift for my birthday, but now he keeps wanting to drive it. So then sometimes I'll hide my keys, <laughs> you know, because first I told him, why do you keep taking my car? I thought you bought it for me. And he said, well, I did. But now he's calling me stingy and he's saying I don't want to share. But it's not that I want to. I was excited about it. But now he took all the fun out of it because he keeps driving it. I hear you. I would, I would get mad, too. Um, just curious, what is his other car? You said he's, you're driving his own car. What is he driving? He drives a Cadillac, which is beautiful. I mean, it's kind of old, but it's like early 2000s. But, you know, a Cadillac is a Cadillac, so it's still beautiful, <laughs> and he, it's well taken care of. But why did you buy me this car? Instead, of he could have said, I bought this for us. Now, if he told me he bought this for us, then it's okay. But he said, this is, you know, he had a bow on it, a car, and, you know, it was beautiful, and I was so excited. And now I feel like he drives it more than me. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I'm so mad. I'm mad. <laughs> I, I hear you. Listen, there's a thing. Um, sharing is loving. So you got to share, he's got to share. I mean, this, this, I think I hear you, but I'd like him to understand you guys have to be 50-50 on that new car. That would be deal. Because at the end of it all, it's like a car, and it's not the most important thing of a relationship. So I think it's good you tell him how you feel. And he said, Let's, listen, I, I see you love the car. I love it too. Why don't we do 50-50? This week I get this car. Next week you get the car. One week, one week. Could you live with that? No. <laughs> oh, all right then. My feelings are hurt, Simon, because I want to drive it. I want to drive it all the time. Yeah, but, Tonya, we're not, you know, like, we're not five, six years old when I understand you get a gift and then you don't want to give it back. You know, your parents said, share with your brother. Oh, no, and you start crying. No, wait a minute. You know, I think you have a great point, but I can see also apparently he's crazy about this Tesla. Who wouldn't be? So, therefore, you're still one family. What's his is yours. What's yours is his. And I just, yeah. I just like sharing. I, I can't, I won't be the one telling you fight it. I would say compromise, but let's talk about it. No more unspoken. 50-50, Tonya. Okay. 
okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, okay. I really Don't wanted know. you to be all the way on my side on this, but okay. <laughs> I'm on the side of your marriage. I'm on the side of the relationship. I'm on the You're side of right. peace. As usual, so, you're right. <laughs> I don't I do what I can. Good luck to you, Tonya. Thank you for calling and have a good night. All right. Thank you. So once you're in a relationship, what is it that you should share? And is there anything you should never share? Let's talk about that next. So, you know, you start dating somebody, you love them. Eventually, you get exclusive, move in together. And then you got to start the sharing thing. And I mean sharing what? Sharing the cost of the rental or the, you know, the lease of the cars, or, or the food, utilities, right? The sharing. Because we forget that, and it's huge. Sharing is loving. And it's not just sharing a space, like a house, but a new car. We share food. We share a bottle of uh, soda or wine. And, and I feel like there is not really mine, you know? And so... We, I'm single, so I'm, I'm all about me, myself, and I. But when you're in a relationship and you're married, you have to think about not I, but us, we. And I say that because my last caller said, you know, she got a new Tesla, but her husband takes it all the time, doesn't want to share it. And I said, you got to share 50-50. So most of things should be shared. Now, what is it that you should never share? I have an answer for that coming up next. If you're married or in partnership together, I believe that we should share things 50-50. Uh, TV control, who drives which car, uh, payments, stuff like that. 50-50, best equilibrium, 50-50. Sharing is loving. But there is a couple of things you should never share with each other. For instance, never share the exact number of people you've dated in the past. Never reveal that. It's nobody's business. Or... There is things like a journal should never be shared, right? Your private thoughts are private. And finally, if you're really upset at your mate, don't share the hate. Don't. Uh, write into a journal, call a shrink, don't share hate. Basically, just don't poison your own relationship by sharing things that will not bring any good to the relationship. Calls are next. Any questions about your relationship? Call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Brooke. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brooke. So what's going on tonight? Well, I'm um, seven and a half months pregnant, and um, I really, I would like to have ooh-la-la pretty much all the time right now. <laughs> and <laughs> my husband is afraid that it's going to hurt the baby in some way. Mm -hmm. First of all, hey, congrats on being pregnant. This is always wonderful news. Now, um, how old is your husband? He's 36. 36, yeah. So uh, have you taken him to the doctors and discussed this ulala matter that so the doctor could answer his anxiety? Did, did that happen yet? Well, he's come with me to appointments, but that subject has not come up. I see. Okay, so here's, here's the, the truth, Brooke. Uh, uh, most guys, we, you know, me included, we, we don't understand anything with, with how a woman functions. We are ignorant. So <laughs> bring him to the doctor, and so he's scientifically reassured, and then give it a couple of days, and then you 
you work him a little bit, and then when he's in, you know, ready, you just ulala him. That's it. You just no discussion. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, take possession. Right. Right. Maybe I'll have That's maybe it. I'll have a phone call with it. Can it, do you, is it okay if I just call the doctor and have my husband get on with him? Sure, but I like the idea of him looking at those posters, scientifically posters, where it shows, you know, the the the, the women anatomy and everything else. So, I if you can or Zoom thing, I want him to see what I've seen, which is you know they show you at the doctor office on the wall, like this is this, this is this, this is why you can hope for So I I think if you can or through Zoom, he has to see it like. Like like I did. You have to look at it, okay? Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Silly man that we all are. What can you do, Brooke? I know. I know. I try to tell him, but you're right. He has to see it for himself. That he does. He does. You've got to educate uh, you, you guys. Yeah, we, oh, women, that's an advice for you and you know other women listening. You have to educate us big time. So thank you for your phone call. Good luck to you. He'll get back to his senses pretty quick. Trust me. Okay. Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome. Thank you for calling Brooke and have a good night. Thank you. You too. So let's talk about education, educating each other in a relationship. What does that mean exactly? Next. So, you know, we often talk on the show, if you listen to The Rendezvous, about how we have to understand each other emotionally. You know, what a woman needs, what a man needs, uh, what we all need, all of us. Emotionally, but now let's talk about the other side. The fact that we are biologically so different, right? And I think, just like my last caller, Brooke said, you know, my husband doesn't want to ulala with me, he's afraid to hurt the baby and all that, shows how us guys are ignorant. But there is uh, something that is deeper than ignorance. It's that we are different. And we are, I think, both women and men, afraid of, of, of being awkward or doing the wrong thing. And that creates distance, and I don't want that. So if we talk to each other about those things, and when somebody says, you know, I don't know if I can do that, and explain, and don't hesitate to go to the doctor, that's going to help you. But it goes for men, too. I mean, you know, men have their own possibilities, but they are built, you know, the way they are. So let me share a story of where I made a big mistake of not learning something, so you don't do it, too. Next. So you know I do the show for you not to do like me, but to do much better than me. That's why I do the rendezvous, so that I share my mistakes, my regrets, so you don't have them and don't have to do them. So anyway, talking about education, you know, I, and I still, I'm still learning, but the one thing that I really had to learn in my 20s and even in my 30s was the, the, the emotional side that a woman goes through. We don't go through them as guys, and we don't even realize because we don't talk about it enough. I've, you know, we are very different emotionally. And I've always said the fact that we built chemically different testosterone, estrogen, changes the way we react to an emotion, a desire, a fear, or uh, a, a wish. And so learn about that. Learn about your partner. Don't be ignorant like me. Don't wait to be late 40s to understand what, what time it is. Learn about your partner emotionally, physically. That will help the relationship. Do better than me. Calls next. If you have a romantic story you want to share with me on my show, call 855-905-8255. I want to hear it. Bonjour, Leo. Hey, bonjour, Simon. 
Bonjour, Leo. So you have a romantic story you would like to share with me, please. I'm all ears. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. And I really, really love this one a lot because it really warmed my heart. So a couple of years ago, I, it was my birthday, and I had to work a double shift at work. And um, my, my wife and I were not married at the time. You know, we were just dating, but we had keys to each other's apartment. And um, I had had a really, really tough day, and I, I got home from work. And I went to set my keys down and everything. I looked on my counter, and there mm -hmm. was something on my counter. And I go, oh, my gosh. And so, you know, I take my shoes off. I walk into the kitchen. And on the kitchen counter, it was the sweetest thing. There was a, a love note and a card and a couple of cupcakes and then a gift. And I opened the card, and it was from my girlfriend. And she said, hey, baby, you know, I love you so much. Happy birthday. I hope you enjoy these cupcakes. And, and the gift, and, you know, it was just the sweetest thing because it was so unexpected, and, you know, she had just kind of snuck into my apartment with her key <laughs> and left them, uh, you know, very, very nicely on the counter, and uh, it was just such a lovely gift. And that particular moment, you know, really mm -hmm. made me realize, you know, that this girl was a keeper. And so, you know, uh, about a year later, I ended up, um, you know, asking her to be my wife, and here we are. Oh, Mazel Tov, congratulations. I, I like that. I was just like, I was going to say, how did that make you feel when she did that? Oh, man, it totally warmed my heart. You know, it just makes you feel that love is real and that it, it is. is out there. It is out there. And, and thank you for sharing that story. Congratulations, of course, and, and, and many, many years of, of, of happiness for you guys. Uh, thank you so much. Love your show, Simon. Big fan. Thank you. Thank you, Leo. Thank you for taking the time to call me and have a good night. Thanks. Coming up, I'm going to go help Kate, who left me a voicemail, because she is single and has uh, kind of two requests and needs my help on how to get it done. Uh, so let's go to her voicemail next. If you have a question for me, please leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255, and I will play your voicemail on air and so on air, just like for Kate. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Kate. I have a question for you. It's really a two-part question. So I was looking for kind of my person right before COVID happened, and then COVID hit, and now we're on the opposite side of COVID, and I still would like to look for my person, but since it's been such a long time, I'm really just more interested in getting some ooh-la-la And I'm wondering okay. if it's possible to do both of those things at the same time successfully. Would love to hear what you think. Thank you so much. I love listening to you. And I hope to hear from you soon. Kate, thank you for the voicemail. Uh, yes, so can you actually date to try to find the right person, but at the same time, just ooh-la-la very casually? Can you do both at the same time? I will answer you, Kate, next. So this is an interesting question that Kate um, asked me. She said, you know, can I actually, you know, at the same time being single, I want to find the right person, but, you know, I want some ooh-la-la. Is that okay? You know, how, how does that work and all that? Like, can you actually date and then, but also make, try to make sure you get some ooh-la-la. So I'm going to answer the best way I can on the radio. It's 100% okay. Now, the, the culture is here that, remember, as long as, long as you're not exclusive, You can oodle out with whoever you want. Uh, but you've got to take it easy also. It can't, it's like, you know, just like stay yourself natural, no pressure, uh, and things will go well. It's kind of this easy breezy mood, Kate, we want. You know, it's like 
you know, you go with the flow, you have a great time. And even if you just date casually, this guy's no future for you, but you know you can ooh la la. Well, then, if you feel safe enough, ooh la la, right? Just take your precautions. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Like I said, until you're exclusive, the world is yours. So enjoy, you call the next. Bonjour, Tammy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tammy. What's going on tonight? What is up? I met a guy, and I really, really like him, and we really clicked. And then I found out he had never ooh-la-la'd before. And I don't really know how to go about, like, talking to him about it. Okay. Before we answer, how old is this guy? Uh, we're both in our 20s. Okay. Uh, how did that make you feel when you discover or he told you he'd never had ooh-la-la before? I was kind of shocked, if I'm being honest. It surprised me, but um, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, so so when you say how you feel, like tell me how you feel. It's like a turn-off, turn-on, an awkwardness. What are the words you would use to describe your feelings? I would just say it's kind of a little awkward, um, but... Yeah, awkward, awkward is, is a good way to explain. And, and just between you and I, what is your fear when I always told you that? What is your hesitation? Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, it's a familiar, familiarity thing, I think. Or is that you just don't want to play Dr. Love? That a little bit too, yes. <laughs> because I've heard on the show and in the past, I've heard um, a couple of women told me they don't like guys who have no experience because they want to know somebody who knows what he's doing with Zulala. Is that what you, you're referring to? A little bit, yes. It's like a turn off, right? His, his insecurity is a turn off when it comes to Ulala. Yes. Okay. Have you made out? I mean, is there a little made out session? Yes, we've, yes. Good chemistry? I think there is, yes. Well, you know there is, right? I mean, because you can tell, like, it is or not there. So you, you, you wanted to ooh la with him? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Now, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to help this guy. So follow me there. I think that the universe has put the two of you for a reason. I think you have what it takes to, like, make him discover the ooh-la-la. And the meaning of love behind the ooh-la-la. And the, I, I think that young guys with anxiety like this, it takes a special woman. But then when you reveal to the man this universe, they, they are much better. So I'm on the side of if you like him, if you're attracted to him, and if you think there's a you know great days ahead of you guys, I said just light off and then or light on and then you know you know you know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Tammy. Good luck to you and have a good night. Goodbye, Simon. Listen, do you wish your partner would tell you they love you more? Let's talk about that next. Do you wish your partner would tell you they love you more? You know, like, more I love you? I posted that on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, and here are the results of the votes. Interesting. 68% of you voted, yes, I wish my partner would tell me I love you more often. And 32% said no. And that was like, how can you not want your partner to tell you I love you more? Interesting, right? Anyway, I'm single, so I wish for that. But uh, I would say the pandemic slowed down any form of dating. 
Anyway, soon though. Thank you so much for voting. Merci beaucoup pour avoir écouté le show. Thank you for listening to my show. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.